All right, what's up, guys? It's Trey Leslie of the Dawn of Entertainment back with another three Pete sports podcast. With me, I have the three amigos, the three Pete amigos, Brandon Ogden, Chase Minnesade. We're going to talk some NBA. NBA is wrapping up. Uh, now we got the offseason to talk about. And my favorite, football coming up. Are we going to get some football talk? Not not in this podcast, probably, but soon. So I can actually partially contribute. <laughs> Down for a little football talk. You know, talk some uh, some middle linebackers, some A-B gaps, some yeah. C gaps, you know. Some Sams. <laughs> I like it. All right, Chase, let's start off with uh, these uh, for the second straight week. Um, what hat you wearing today? Oh, you see it? It's a. Uh, um, I don't know if we're putting this out. I just lean forward. So people, yeah. okay. no, wearing a Laker hat today. <laughs> my true roots, you know. We did it. We're mm-hmm. here. Ad's here. Um, AD's here. Let's start with that. Let's start with the Lake Show. Uh, the Lakers traded uh, the entire future for Anthony Davis. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, do you have like the rundown of all the picks or whatever? I don't know if I do in front of me. Okay. Uh, so I know I know they gave this year's four. Obviously, they gave a twenty twenty one. Um, they gave a twenty twenty three, and then a twenty twenty four that can be deferred to twenty twenty five, right? Yeah. And then I think there's a swap in there too. I think the swap was twenty three. Okay. And then the twenty four was just un. Unprotected. And then it can be deferred. Yes. There's a lot. It's a lot it's going on there. Basically, uh, Windhorse said it was basically seven years worth of drafts they control. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, we got our pick next year, but that's pretty much it until 2025. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot. I was, you know, I was Which thinking that about hurts you a lot more than me. I'm a LeBron fan. You're uh, a Lakers fan. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. I don't give a shit after three years. <laughs> I'm out. Wait, do you think? We're taking our talents elsewhere. What, what do you think happens after these next three years? you think he leaves or you think he, like – I think he'll start doing one-year deals again, waiting for Bronny to figure out where Bronny's going to get drafted. But does he stay in L.A. or do you think he'll just, like, go back to Cleveland? You know what I mean? I think it's going to depend on the situation. <clears throat> yeah. But I would I, – my guess would be he stays in L.A. What did I assume Bronny get on the same team? Because if Bronny's really good – then it's out of his control. And if Bronny's really bad, it's like, damn, you got to fight for somebody to get him on your roster, like some J.R. Smith, Chris Smith type shit. Like, you want me, you got to take my son too. Some some Leangelo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, my guess would be he stays in L.A., rides out <laughs> until Bronny gets in the league, and then, yeah, he goes and teams up with Bronny. How old is LeBron at this point? I mean, how many years does he have, probably? I think he's 35 right now. So I'm – like five years, you think he'll play when he's forty? At the end of this, at the end of this contract, he'll be like thirty-eight. Yeah, I think forty is like that. Forty is a lot. The only person, the only like all-time great that really played till he was forty is like Kareem. Kareem played forever. Kid, I mean, not an all-time great, but Kareem's. Pretty, I mean, not Kareem, but Kid's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Kid played a long time. Uh, still, what's my thinking of? Carl Malone played till he was like thirty-eight, thirty-nine. VC, he played a while. Yeah. It's it's getting a little more common. The the thing for LeBron is he's so explosive that you would think the aging is going to be worse for him than those other guys. Right. Um, but he's also, he's also had the money his whole career to really take care of his body, and he's done that. Uh, yeah. He's also added a jump shot. He's taking plays off now. He could uh, just become Carl Malone. He could just run pick and pop and pick and rolls at age 40. It's going to be – 
be so ugly and like he's gonna have like mad gray hair and like a fucking like bulls jersey in like 2024 or some shit. Oh my god. Your hair though looks good. Yeah, the wavies. All right, so let's talk, let's go back to the AD trade. Um, it felt to me like one they had to make it just from a pure Polinka had to make the move. Uh, yeah. Change the narrative about him, that front office, the whole org. Um, so it felt like they had to. I think Griffin, uh, the president of ops for the Pelicans, knew that. That's why they got so many of the picks back. They actually took less of the player offer because I think Dell Demps declined. Um, the three that they got, they also had Kuzma, Zubak, and maybe another person in that, and uh, Caldwell Pope were initially offered that for six guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah was, all, that, all that, and it was only like two firsts. Right. I think actually this is a better deal long term. I think so. Now that you know you're getting Zion, I think this deal makes more sense where you can kind of build your roster around. Yeah. Uh, I, I do want to talk about the Pelican side of it, but but first let's talk from a Lakers standpoint. Yeah, it, it gets to the it gets to the point where like obviously okay, I don't care about this year's, I don't care about twenty twenty one. All of those are going to be Bron years. We're going to be competing. Those picks are going to be trash. You get to like twenty twenty three, four, and five, and it's like, hey man, you know what I mean? I understand you had to do what you had to do to get the deal done, but it's like that's a that's a lot of picks. And once again, it's okay for. It's okay for us to overpay and still be like, okay, it was a good trade. Like I, like I think, I think the Lakers overpaid for sure. Just by like a couple picks, like that twenty twenty four and that twenty twenty three. Did that really have to be in there? And right. you get to the, you get to the point now where you look at things and you hear, oh, the Knicks didn't want to put Knox or the yeah. There's like some stupid shit. Like um, that's what the Nuggets didn't want to put Murray in. Which I mean, some of these things I I get because. If you think he's leaving after a year, you don't mortgage the rest of your future for one year where y'all might not even be that good. You know what I mean? So right, I get let, Let's talk about that because on Twitter, right when this happened, my initial thought was, did people just forget what just happened with the Raptors? They got, sure. they traded, I mean, they didn't trade a ton, but they went all in saying, listen, we're going to win, we're going to have a chance to win one year, probably not re-signing Kawhi, but let's try to win it that one year. And it worked where everybody else, you think of, like, here's another, like, point that I'm thinking of with all these picks. The, uh, when the Nets traded for uh, KG, uh, Jason Terry, and uh, Pierce. Uh, Pierce, They were all, like, 37, 38. They are all 37, 38, and they, they got back all those picks. And it, it, everybody knew that was a bad deal at the time. This is a lot different. 80s in his prime. 80s yeah. going to – it sounds like all reports that he's going to re- resign. Right. But, now now with everything we know looking back on that trade what did all of those picks really amass to for the Celtics like we get so enamored with the picks that sometimes we forget we don't know what those classes are going to look like we don't know what the talent's going to look like true but I mean just one of those picks turned into Kyrie Irving granted he didn't stay but things went things were kind of left yeah, yeah, yeah. They also had they also it turned into the things like where they also could have um they could have traded for Paul George, they could have traded for Kawhi, they could have traded for A D. They decided to not offer a good enough package to do any of those, but that was that's on Danny Ainge. I think they had point. pieces to do it. Right. So, so that's my it, point is I think draft picks get so overvalued sometimes. Yeah. That we stop to think like when you go back through the draft, like Sports Center last night, Rusillo was on with SBP and they went through the top ten just from last year. Yeah. Like, 
oh dear God, there's maybe two good basketball players <laughs> in that top ten. Yeah. Like basketball is so dependent on did you get the first pick? Yeah. If the draft's really good, did you get the second pick? Or did yeah. you just strike gold and figure out a way to get Kawhi at fifteen? Like it, it's very driven on it's not the NFL where you can have seven or eight franchise players in the first round mm. where NBA you're really if it's a good class you're only getting one maybe two franchise type players in the first round and so from that from that standpoint that's where I think we overvalue some of the draft picks it's yeah. still a lot to give up but that's true but at the same time I mean like I said you do the deal every time but um, I think I, that th- I think that that, that Boston <laughs> example was skewed because Danny Ainge uh, didn't want to pull the trigger on a few things I think we could easily be talking about Kawhi went to the Celtics, you know what I mean? And he could have had that one year. I think the only difference between all of these things and all these examples is the fact that the Raptors were ready to blow it up regardless. So they were like, I'll, we'll take a shot before we do something. Okay. They had the luxury. That's what it is. The Nuggets aren't trying to do that. The I don't, I don't know why the Clippers didn't try to jump in on this, to be honest. I really thought they had, like, one of the best packages. I mean, I don't know if they were willing to give up all those picks down the line, but I don't think they were – Maybe not had to. I mean, they they would have had Gallinari. They would have had – you give up Harrell. You give up Shea. You know what I mean? You get Anthony Davis for a year. Yeah. And maybe Kawhi. You know what I mean? And then, speaking of, like, yeah. But I don't – I understand why the Boston Celtics didn't do it. But at the same time, I don't know. This whole Danny Ainge thing has been killing me because in February, I, we we knew he was lying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Knew he was lying. He ah, just just wait. You know the checks in the mail. Don't worry about it. You know I got you. You know just uh, give me a little more time. I I got you. I promise I'm good on it. And then <laughs> the summer comes. He's like ah shit. I got like I got five man. I, I spent know. all that money. <laughs> yeah, but, so so they they overpaid. I mean at a certain point when you hear every who everybody was willing to not put in, you're like okay well who are you betting against? Right. I mean and and or not betting against, but like who are you? You know. Going against as far as like keep bumping up your trade offer, right. and um, turns out there's nobody, and turns out they paid too much, but they got Anthony Davis, so it is what it is. It is going to hurt down the line when they don't have picks to put into trades when they're trying to create you know, a better bench. But it is what it is. This is the LeBron problem that happens when every team he gets traded to, or you know, the second Cleveland stint or the Miami stint, where the, you just have no picks and you're just trying to do any trades that you can. No, I, I, and I understand that. The other difference here between all of these trades is one AD still, and he's really just hitting his prime. Yes. Yeah. You pretty much knew when you made the deal because of who he's represented by, he's going to sign long term. So yep. you don't have to worry about that. So that's why, to me, it's a little bit okay that mm-hmm. you're going to overpay on the front end because you know the return's still going to you know pay for itself on the back end. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 26 years old, top five player, top probably like six or seven, just to be honest. I mean, yeah, so many good players right now. You got, you know, AD, LeBron, Giannis, Kawhi, KD, uh, KD, RIP, Arden, <laughs> Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah, so many good, like, so many good players in the top side, whatever. You, you know, he's in that tier, superstar tier level player. Right. That you got to do what you got to do. So right. I'm not mad at it essentially, but. You know, we got some we got some questions about good old Palinka coming yeah. down the line. Uh, the first of which the first of which is the, there was a story that came out today. Um, you met Heath Ledger? <laughs> no, no, not. Week. <laughs> uh, 
when they were doing the trade negotiations, didn't bring up the whole July third or June thirtieth or or no July thirtieth or July sixth thing at all, which means he didn't know about it. Which means they lost they lost <laughs> to get a max spot. Yeah, which I, is like idiot. I, at, at first, I was like, okay, you know, I'm not gonna blame you. Who knew about that? There's certain rules that come out where it's like. The, with the Kyrie thing with the Celtics, where it's like, oh, they can't trade until this date. And it's like, I don't know that everybody knew that. Right. Um, granted, we're just the public and we're just not getting that information. But some things, I just feel like you don't know until they get, they become public knowledge. I was like, maybe, you know, give them benefit of the doubt. And then it comes out today that they didn't even talk about the difference between those 24 days or whatever. And what that was going to do to the cap. It's like, oh, you just didn't know. Yeah. Which is alarming. <laughs> Like you, you, we're just inept, and so now they're trying to come double back on the back end. Like, uh, can we? Uh, we'll give you Mo Wagner if you just wait a few days, you know, a few weeks. Kids are like, no. <laughs> yeah, like we're not helping you out. Uh, no, we gave you AD. Suck it up. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Polinka, he still had to make the deal, but yeah, yeah you have to know some of these things to like to to make sure you can still build the team around these two. Right. And, and that just shows your your lack of knowledge and depth for the actual job, which I mean, not, not only as a is a great as a former agent, right, right. Like you think you know how to read between the lines and figure out the fucking bylaws of contracts. So now we're like, well, maybe we can dump Mo Wagner in a couple contracts, and maybe uh, if AD gives up his uh, trade kicker, you know, right. We'll see what happens. All right, so I want to talk about from the Pelicans' end. Yes. Uh, specifically the players and the makeup of the team. The draft's Thursday night. Um, there, It sounds like they're trying to trade it. It's also funny to me now that the Lakers have traded the pick. Now, suddenly, <laughs> four-player draft, not a three-player draft like it was all you know year long. Right. Uh, that's humorous. Um, and now everybody wants number four. Okay. Yeah. No. So they have a lot of options that they can do. It sounds like they're trying to trade back to collect more picks. Um, we'll see. Uh, let's assume for the number four, it uh, sounds like Garland's the spot for every – or that's the player for that spot. Garland um, over, depending on if you want, like, best player versus best fit, you know, how many point guards you have in one team type situation. Right. So let's assume it's Garland just for the sake of this conversation. Yeah. Uh, Someone you probably bring in off the bench uh, with Lonzo and Holiday taking the other two guard spots. Mm-hmm. To me, it feels like they are literally the Lakers of last year. <laughs> but, that's has, no. but this team has no shooting. Negative shooting. Etuan Moore. Moore. He's like a 38, 39% shooter. Is Etuan Moore going to be closing games for you? Because yeah. people are talking like this is a for sure playoff team. And I, I don't know if that's right or wrong. There's still a lot of offseason left before I can even think that far ahead. Yeah. But thinking of the actual roster they have, Zion has an ugly-ass shot. Sometimes it goes in, but more often than not, it's not. Okay, so... The the the, the, the Duke team in a three-point percentage. Etuan Moore, 43%. shot like 20%. <laughs> They're the worst shooting team in NCAA basketball last year. That's fair. But Etuan Moore, 43%. Good shooter. You don't want him closing games. I get it. They're not going to be that great of a team. But how many points he get after? Six points. Woo! A hot, a hot twelve last year. Oh boy. <laughs> what is his usage rate? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so you got him at the four. 
you got Ingram probably playing the three. Drew and Lonzo <laughs> one or two. They don't really have a five right now. Um, that that's something they'll figure out later. But to me, you got to figure out a way. I'm probably going to try to see if Brooke Lopez is uh, wants to come to New Orleans. Um, you know, if you're really truly trying to compete this year, I just I struggle, and we saw it last year with the Lakers. If you don't have even a shooter on the court, which last year the Lakers at least had Kuzma who was a good shooter. If you don't have two shooters on the court. What? How is Zion going to get open? How I, I don't get the fit of Zion and Ingram together. I just don't see it. Both guys, it feels like, have to have the ball. They have to be able to clear some space uh, and do one-on-one work. I struggle to see that fit, and I struggle to see why people are like, just this is for sure a playoff team. I think, I think, I don't know. I, I think that might be. I think people definitely need to slow down on any sort of this is a for sure playoff team situation. I think people are just excited because it's young guys and they still want to see what people can do. Like, we don't know if Lonzo Ball's, um, you know, all of his ankle injuries are because of the Triple Bs or <laughs> if it's him. Like, that's something we're going to find out this year. He'll probably be playing in Kobe's or something. I've seen him. I don't know. That's not important. But he'll be playing in Nike's. Real <laughs> basketball shoes, you know, not shit made out of, like, clay. I don't and straw. And he'll be, you know, we'll see if his ankles can actually hold up. Um, you still got a former All-Star, albeit probably, I don't know, I think he was like a injury play-in for Drew Holiday. Um, yeah, but no shooting. It's true. They'll be they'll be relying on just youth and athleticism. Um, I am I'm I'm higher on Zion's three than than, than you are. I don't know if he'll shoot. He's not going to shoot forty percent next year, but he's going to hit. It's what you think is higher than okay. what I think Zion shoots a respectable 34%. Oh, God, no. Uh, I would take the under on that every day of the week. I could be wrong. I think I think, yeah. I think eventually he'll get there, though. Position. <laughs> He's shooting open ones and not, like, step back ones. His his release is so, like, it's like uh, Zebo. And that doesn't work. That doesn't bode well for like a step back or like a side step. You know what I mean? It's just not gonna happen. Um, My question to you: Over under a game, how many forced threes are we clinking off the backboard for shot clock violations? Three? For for Zion or just for the Pelicans in general? The team. Oh man, yeah, like four or five. <laughs> They're gonna clink so many nice. threes that are gonna turn into shot clock violations. But you fun to watch. They got youth, they got youth, they got hope, and they're looking for they're trying to package stuff to trade for an all star. Which, if we're being honest, it's Wednesday now. The draft's tomorrow. They want to put that four pick. I'm assuming in any sort of um, trade scenario, if they want to get an all star in, and obviously, I think they've been talking about Brad Bill as the guy they're trying to target. Um, so what you do like the four, and a, you know probably Ingram or Lonzo. I'm assuming maybe both. I don't know. I don't know what the package would be, but like, what would the if you're if you're the Wizards, what would they have to give up? Um, they would have to take Beal. They'd have to take John Wall's contract. No, 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 no. If you're if you're the Wizards and the Pelicans are calling you, kidding. Uh, I'm trying to think of their roster. Their roster is so bad. I'm probably asking for Lonzo over Ingram. I don't really want Ingram. Um, and then I'm not away from Bosh status. What's that? He's one blood clot away from Bosch status. Yeah, yeah. True. I'm probably going to give me Lonzo four and one of the Lakers picks. 
That's what I was thinking. I just need picks, bro. Just give me all those down the line. Give me one of those, like, 23. You know what I mean? One of those where LeBron might be gone. Maybe the the front office can't put a team around AD and they just trash. You know what I mean? If I can build a roster, I can use that pick as leverage to maybe get off John Wall's contract late. True. That would be my thinking. Yeah. All right, so let's talk uh, Lakers, uh, rest of the roster. Um, they real, have really quick, yeah, real quick. What do you think if they do draft the number four? What do you think they should do? Just go Pelicans. Yeah, should they just go Garland? I mean, is he is he the all around? Is he the best four pick? Like the thing that happens in NBA and not NFL is, I think the smart thing to do in NBA is to always draft the best player and not necessarily the best fit. It, uh, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I So I'm going purely off what I hear because I have not seen Garland play at all. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but, it's five, five games at Bandy. So uh, if it's true um, what they say about him, I'm probably taking him because uh, he does give you some shooting. He does give you some um, flexibility. And I'm assuming I'm trading Lonzo or – or I'm maybe flipping Holiday if something goes really wrong. Uh, you know what? You know what, though? Last year they played um, Holiday a lot with – who else is on the – is it like Frank Jackson or like Tim Frazier? They played them – basically they played them at the two a lot. I think you could do that, and then you have Garland coming off the bench, and that's I think that could be fine. Yeah, they, you can make it work either way. You can never have enough good quality scoring guards in the NBA. Um uh, mm-hmm. So that, that's where I would – I would not if, – if I'm the Pelicans, Culver's who I'm probably staying away from. Um, right, that feels like that – feels like that, um, well, we got point guards, so why don't we get a wing and then maybe you're reaching because it's not that – you know, that whole thing. Right. And then the other one is DeAndre Hunter. I'm probably staying away from that too because do you need Hunter and Zion? Like I get yeah. – that to me is more of a fit thing. Um, where like you have to think – I agree it's got to be best player, but it's got to be best player that also makes sense for your team. Uh, and that's why I don't I don't get the Hunter Zion, unless if you're saying we're going real small, Zion's the five, Hunter's going to play the four. Uh, and Do you maybe, think Culver's better than Reddish? Uh, it's tough. Reddish might be a, end up being a decent role NBA player. Uh, he was a he was in a tough spot with Duke, man. He's he 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 can shoot, but like he kind of fell victim to no one else on this team can shoot. Uh, and we have two guys who have to have the ball and can drive. And Zion's, you know, four. Yeah, it, was, so. it, was a, it was a bunch of like, where's the line between he's passive versus you know these other guys are just taking the ball a lot, but uh, mostly Barrett. You know, <laughs> chuck a lot. And then, you know, versus, I don't know, he didn't shoot a higher percentage than uh, Zion, which is tough. But at the same time, you know, you hear that he had like a, a an abdomen injury or a groin injury or something. Maybe that messed him up. I don't know. Also, I saw a clip of him shooting. His jumper's not as pretty as they say. It's He got like a little dip in it. It's, I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk about that later, though. Okay. We'll talk about that later. All right. So let's talk from a Lakers roster. If you're Palinka, um, which you're um, not. Um, <laughs> if you're Palenka, how are you feeling this roster? And the first question is, are you trying to get another max or max caliber guy, assuming you can shed that space, or are you splitting the money up among four or five guys? I'm I'm going to get a star. Going to get if, a we star. Can, if we can get them, like, 
Obviously, I think the Pelicans are not going to wait until the 30th, so you have to work with the 6th. And I think that if you can get them to take a few more deals and get AD to just not take that trade kicker, which is, isn't unprecedented, I think we've heard them say on all the sports shows the past 48 hours that Kyrie gave up his trade kicker when he got traded to Boston. So it's not like it's a crazy thing or it wouldn't be a collusion thing with Clutch or anything. Yeah. I mean, Clutch can whisper and say, for the sake of the team, you're going to get your max anyway. Just wait this four. Okay, why don't why doesn't LeBron just be like, well, we'll kick in another four on your like, Space Jam 2? Yeah. Budget? You know? they, they might. You'll make that on the back end? Whatever. So and You got a good friend that you want to be like our head trainer or some shit. <laughs> right. Staff. Right. So I so if they can create if they can do all those things, which is just get rid of the contracts and get him to not do the trade kicker, then they have a max spot. And if they can get that, you know, I think you go after a star. Go after who? I think you go after a star. I mean, you know, I, my breakdown is Kyrie, then um, Butler and then Kemba, which I, I don't want Kemba. I don't want Middleton. I just saw Middleton get outscored by Brooke Lopez in the conference finals. Not great. I, so so I want I want Kyrie first and then uh, Jimmy Butler, for sure. I would probably go Jimmy one, Kyrie two mm. uh, with the Kemba thing. Um, Jimmy just makes sense for me because he's a guy who can play some point uh, if need be. Also, yeah. like, you still don't really need a point with LeBron. Uh, yeah. So you can just get really a guard who can shoot um, and they can be the quote-unquote point guard. Yeah, uh, Kyrie, I, I'd be perfectly fine with. Uh, sounds like everything is pointing towards him to Brooklyn. So, yeah. So, so all eyes on Jimmy Butler, which yeah. is great because you got another uh, wing guy who can play defense. Yes, and that's really what you need because LeBron's not playing defense. Right. <laughs> Middleton, I know he had a terrible series, but he has a number three <laughs> option. Really saying. You're gonna be a, basically a glorified three and D guy. Might actually make a lot of sense for them because what you could do is go. Middleton could play like a three. Yeah. Ron at the four, AD at the five. That's a that's a heck of a lineup to play. Yeah, I don't, yeah, they probably wouldn't start that, but you can, you can use that like like a death lineup type situation. Use it in spurts. That would be yeah, that would be really good. And to be honest, maybe I should back off with a little that Middleton take. I would like him as a third option, not a second option. Right. And he can play defense. He's not too old. He's not. I think he's younger than Jimmy Butler, to be honest. He's longer. I. I still, honestly, if I'm being real honest with myself, I still like him in that possession. Um, if he was, a, yeah, if they were to convince him to come, then yeah, that that would be really good because I think sometimes you can get too wrapped up in one bad series. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, how many times? I was thinking about this. How many times in these different series in the playoffs? Did we just be like, well, two bad games from a guy, and he becomes unplayable? You, right. Danny Green um, was unplayable for a little bit. Van Fleet. Um, I don't know, Marcus Gasol. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they come through big when it, when it counts most. I, so, yeah, I actually, yeah. I mean, I like Middleton before Kemba, if we're being honest. Okay, no, I agree. The only thing is, I don't know, it's tough for me to say I'm maxing Middleton to be a third guy. I think um, you have to. You could see if you could give him just to take a little bit less, save a little bit of cap, but he's probably not. He's probably earned the max. I think. I mean, I think. I think the Bucks are going to max him, and are you going to get convince him to take less to come away from his team? You yeah. know, you're, you're right. 
you're right. All right, let's are, are we good with the the Lakers trade? Yeah, yeah. Right, let's move on to. I'm so excited to talk about this. The Houston Rockets. <laughs> Listen, I used to be a huge Houston Rockets fan. When we first met. Oh. I was a Houston Rockets fan. And after watching all this shit James Harden did, I was like, I can't support this. I big, hate this. Big, uh, big Ty Lawson guy. I love Ty Lawson. T-Mac, <laughs> D-Franchise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Disrespect Lu- like that. Luis Scola, Stromile Swift. Whole gang. They were all my guys. Uh, Ray for Austin. Oh, yeah. What do you know about Ray for Austin, Chase? <laughs> First anyway. of all, you don't you don't understand how hard I was rooting for him in that 09 Magic year when Jameer Nelson went down. <laughs> you want to talk about you want to talk about uh, N1 mixtapes from on ESPN two from 06 to 07 to 08. Shane Battier too can't forget about him. All right, so the Houston Rockets. So I I I, I threw them away. I disavowed the Houston Rockets in college because <laughs> I could not watch James Harden. Just go ISO all night, every night. We got a feud. We got a James Harden, CP3 feud. Apparently, they didn't talk for like two months. Mm. Uh, Chris Paul <laughs> said, went to the front office, said it's him or me, which is hilarious because him is an MVP and you is not. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. All of this is technically allegedly. <laughs> uh, it's fascinating. Their games don't really go well together because they're both historically are ball-dominant people. Chris Paul's old. We talked about how tight them hammies are. Uh, Very injury-prone. And the real kicker in all this is he's going to make, like, $40 million next year. Yeah. uh, Which is a problem because he's not a $40 million player. And it's a problem because it only goes higher from there. Exactly. (laughs) We're just starting. We got that state farm money. (laughs) We just peek it. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So the first alert we get is Chris Paul demand. First of all, did somebody just flat out lie to Vincent Goodwill? Because he prints, he puts out a whole story. It wasn't just a tweet; it was an article. Yeah. And within that article, CP3 demands trade. Like, okay, was he on the phone with Harden or one of Harden's guys? And he's, hey man, listen, don't you ain't hear this from me, but I'm telling you, <laughs> I've told you we've texted about this a lot. It's got this has to be coming from Harden's side. Because Maury has come out, flat out denied it, and so has yeah. Chris Paul. Right. What's that one? Like, they have to. No one's going to be like, fuck yeah, I said that. But was this the plan? Like, what does this even <laughs> achieve? Did they expect Maury to be like, to trade him before he even heard back around? And like, not, not, what, are you, what are we? This is a little House of Cards sports thing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's, so, it's so weird. So if it's Harden's doing, okay, then what? Because Maury's famously a guy who's like, I don't care about – I don't care if y'all get along. Y'all are two really good players. I want y'all on the team, and this is what it is. Yeah, but that contract don't make him a really good player. It doesn't, but he signed it to him. Like, he knew what it was when he – you know, he knew what it was when he signed up. It, that. You know, he, uh, I think I think Maury's going to try – honestly, I think I saw a thing where Maury came out and was like um, – he said that there's actually no problems between either of them. They're fine. Yeah. Which leads me to believe that's bullshit. Yeah, he has to say that. Y'all are going to play out the season. I don't care what problems y'all have. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. It's going to end in something real bad. It's going to end terribly. We saw the clip of Harden smacking the fuck out of Chris Paul's hand when it's Chris yeah, don't Paul. Smack, don't smack my hand in the huddle, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised they didn't fight. 
the funniest part was I think it was Ryan Anderson standing in the background watching it at all. And his eyes just got so big, like <laughs> I'm so sick of mom and dad fighting. Dan Hump didn't say a word. He's just like, all right, guys. Uh, yeah. you know, they told him on the whiteboard the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> drawing up some bullshit play. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Don't smack my hand. But you know, I don't know. They he smacked his hand. We're like two months away from like mid season. One of them, like, untying each other's shoes in the fucking free throw line, like, a la J.R. Smith. Something petty. It's just going to get real petty. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of this stemmed from when Paul came back from injury this year uh, uh, and Harden had to go on that crazy, really high usage, uh, right, just to keep the Rockets kind of afloat. When yeah. Paul came back, he thought that was going to change. It didn't. It. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, the fuck is this offense? I didn't sign up for this shit. Um, which some of that I understand. A lot of it also came from when Harden does pass the ball, he stands at half court and just like, you know, breathes heavy and checks out who's in the audience. <laughs> I, I understand all of that from Chris Paul. Yeah. Like he's just that guy that I always think of him as like a yoga instructor or like a, a positive, like reinforcement coach where it's like back off, man. I've heard your shit. I don't care anymore. But with him, it's just always critique. No, it's yeah. Negative and like you need to do this, 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 and you're just like, dude, back off, man. I'm fucking done with you. Being his son, imagine being his son when his son gets to like fucking middle school hoop and he's just fucking, oh my god, like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore, Dad. I'm done. I quit. <laughs> and I'm gay. Word <laughs> <laughs> the uh, word the ways, kid. But, um, yeah, I don't see how this gets any better. I think we all saw this coming. I think I, I sent you the clip of when they were in the Drew League, the summer that Chris Paul signed, and Harden's dancing to some song, and Chris Paul's like, why didn't you take that layup? What are you, like, and it's like, all right, bro, like, come on. Don't be the assistant principal now. It's July. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, I just, it's not going to get any better. I think Maury's going to force it. I think Chris Paul probably – he definitely had some valid points. Like, if if I'm going to be over here, why don't you help me out? Weren't you the slasher in OKC? Why, you know, what are we doing here? And, you know, James Harden's like, I'm the MVP, bro. Get out of my face. Like, I'm not trying to hear it. And somehow they're both kind of right. Yeah. <laughs> so but, I don't – But this is literally, for Chris Paul's personality, this might be the absolute, like, worst match as far as personalities. Because Harden is just like – I'm going to get buckets, and I'm not going to give a shit about any of y'all. I'm not going to give a shit about anything else. You know what, though? You know how we always, like, is James Harden a problem? Yeah. He's always has been. He's a, he's the prototypical me guy. This is the second time he's tried to run a superstar out of town. Well, okay, a, a good player out of town. Let me add to read that in. <laughs> Dwight Howard and 34-year-old Chris Paul. <laughs> but it's the second time. The stories with Dwight Howard where they hated each other and they both were so passive-aggressive, they never even, like, they never like, even had a yelling match. They just were both real quiet and just, like, you know, real. Yeah, so it's just, like, I don't know who you match him up with who he's happy with. Maybe, I guess maybe if Chris Paul was still a, a all-star level. Well, Chris Middleton. Yeah. He don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how they fix this. And the worst part about it is they're probably the second-best team in the West right now. Yeah. The other funny thing to think about is think about how bad of a matchup they are. They're trying to figure out a way to bring on 
Jimmy Butler into all this, who is another classic bad teammate who's had a lot of problems getting along with his teammates and not wanting or not having the ball enough and doing all that stuff. So you added Jimmy Butler into that scenario and uh, Rockets are going to be paying more money in therapy sessions than they are <laughs> in cap space. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's not great, man. I don't know. I don't know what they're supposed to do. I mean, trading Capella isn't going to fix this. <laughs> and I don't know who takes that CP3 contract. It's not going to be the Lakers. You can try to push it off on the Suns, although I don't really know why they would do that. The maybe, Jets are now out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe the Magic won them. You know, Shelvin Mack leading the team in assists with three point eight a couple years ago. You know, maybe you can replace him. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, the rumor was that the Suns might be willing to, but they seem content just not caring. So I would doubt that they would do any real investment on that. How sad, man. Imagine he ends, uh, ends his career in Phoenix. It'd be fitting for a guy who never won a ring, never got to the Western, like, Allen Western Conference Final. It might I, be fitting. I don't want that for him, man. Send him to – I don't even know yet. I don't think there's a, a team that can contend with him on the team at that number. I hope he gets traded to, like, Cleveland and Melo signs there. And, like, those two just go and just win 25 games in the world. Yeah, what's up with Melo? Is Melo doing the Allen Iverson where he's, like, you so, know, basically I, I want a role that's better than anybody will give me, so I'm essentially retired? Like, is that just a thing now? It sounds like it. A lot of people really think he's going to end up in L.A. this year with the Lakers. He's he's really the only guy they can afford, but I don't want that. But maybe as uh, purely – like bench guy that's just gonna come in with the bench if it's a bad enough bench say they do max jimmy butler or something and you just have no scoring options on the bench maybe get you 12 a game or something maybe it's an okay role as long as he's not in you know crunch time we're okay first six minutes of every second and third quarter is mellow time yeah but yeah uh, fucking J- january 25th and he's just fucking like man, i need more minutes uh, oh man this 27 percent three-point shooter just because i ain't getting enough minutes lebron gotta tell him over a glass of wine that he's out of there uh, didn't work he got enough going on in his life he almost lost his wife you know what i mean he almost lost la la he don't need this man he don't need to get kicked off the team a couple <laughs> years after he got traded to the hawks like this is either that either retire or go somewhere that you know You'll get some type of role on a shitty team. Go put up some more points. Yeah, then... China. There you go. <laughs> See if we can make the U.S. Olympic team again. <laughs> That's his thing. His whole bid to get into the Hall of Fame is, I got five Olympic gold medals, man. I might get six. Maybe it's, seven. This is sad. It's bad. Uh, he will, yeah, yeah. We don't need to keep talking about Mel. Uh, anything else with the Rockets you want to talk about? Uh, I got nothing else for the Rockets. If you're the Lakers and you don't do the star option, what what free agents would you go after? Um, it's tough. Um, Simmons and Priscilla went through it. Uh, yeah. I actually really liked the Seth Curry um, one. I think that would be a good option. I didn't know he got paid so little last year. Yeah. I mean, he really hasn't. This was The playoffs were really his breakout, not year because it wasn't a full year, but his yeah. breakout performance um i think he can do a lot of nice things i would still personally like them to if reddick can be signed at a really reasonable number mm-hmm. um reddick 
Uh, Beverly is probably at the top of my list as far as those type of guys. Unfortunately, it does sound like a lot of teams want him, so that number might go up. Um, I'm trying to say to him, listen, this is your best chance to really win a ring. Exactly. Um, be a bulldog. Um, see if you know you can get him because I think he's probably the perfect fit for them if they do strike out on the third guy. Even if they get a third guy, he's a perfect fit for them if it's not like a Kyrie. Because uh, you just have you have Davis who can help protect the paint. Um, you need that guard stopping, you know, guy the, on yeah. the perimeter. So, uh, I, Beverly is probably my favorite of that group um, as far as what could the Lakers will be. Where the, where is Harrison Barnes going? Who who? It sounds like they have a long term deal with Sacramento. Oh, so he just opted out to get a longer deal. Yeah, that's that's the rumors flying around <coughs> is that there is a gentleman's handshake that he's going to decline that option, lower his cap number, but get a higher um, years and get a, you know a bigger contract than he would have gotten if he played just the one year and then hit the free. Yeah, I think I think there's a I think there's a few guys you got to look at. I mean, it's tough because you don't know what type of numbers these guys are going to get, and there's a lot of teams with cap space. Like there's just so many teams with over probably like $16 million in cap space. So a lot of guys are going to probably get overpaid. But, I mean, you got to look at like a Danny Green. You definitely got to look at Pat Bev. You need to look at Redick. Um, all these guys are shooters, but which, you know, which guys are going to be able to defend as well. And they they need a lot of guys too. It's not So if they sign a third max guy, they'll have three people on the team. They, they need nine more people and probably five more playable guys. So, all right. Huh? They're keeping Kuzma. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Four. so My bad. My bad, Kuz. So, uh, like, we don't even have a starting lineup. But, hey, <laughs> we're the favorites. I, I think so. I, I I would immediately call back Tyson and, and um, JaVale. JaVale. Try to get Bev. I don't know. You just got to hope some of these guys want to try to chase a ring and not be in it for the money. David West out. Um, I read a story today. Do you have interest in Rondo resigning? Uh, yeah, but it's, he just can't shoot. Like, what are we, what are we doing? I understand. They said he had a career year shooting, which was like thirty five percent, and his attempts are so low that that basically doesn't count. Uh, I am in the boat of no Rondo. Uh, I get him and AD played, and they played really well together. Um, and, yeah. um, but I'm still saying no, unless if you can convince him, you're coming off the bench and you're our second unit point guard. Well, he's definitely coming off the bench. Hopefully. Um, but they don't have a point guard. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But like, I just I wouldn't be mad at it if they tried to get some other guys first. Like, if you strike out on Pat Bev and what I don't other point guards are really out there. But if you strike out on a few guys and you just come back to Rondo, then fine. But don't make don't let Rondo be fucking June thirtieth at six oh five p.m. And we're giving him eight million dollars. Yeah, that would be a nightmare. Yeah. Um, how about these Celtics, man? Like what? Yeah, so so let's skip draft talk for right now. So number five in our starting five, I actually put Danny Ainge uh, and really the Celtics as a whole. Yeah, yeah. It came out Kyrie ghosted the Celtics. Shocker! Did anybody expect that? Uh, <laughs> Horford then kind of unexpectedly, but not declined his player option, and everybody immediately thought, oh, he'll just sign a three-year deal with them, yeah. uh, stretch that money out to help them out. Uh, then the report came out, actually, he's not going to re-sign. Um, and the rumor is the Mavs, the Lakers, and the Clippers 
are looking at Horford uh, the hardest. Um, yeah, I, go ahead. I was gonna say no. If the, if the Lakers can't sign, um, you know, a third star, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. The Mavericks, I guess, you know, if I don't know if if he just wants money or if he actually wants to try to contend, that's obviously not the option. The Clippers, if they get Kawhi and Horford, are a problem. Yeah, especially with the rest of that year report. A problem. If I'm him, I'm doing the Lakers or the Clippers, and I'm just waiting to see what happens with the star and trying to suss it out from there. But, yeah, that that's a big blow for the Celtics, man. I mean, what what are they looking at right now? First of all, do you bring um, do you bring Terry back? I mean, he as yeah. soon as the season ended, he was on first take talking, talking cash shit, yeah. you know what I mean, about his playing time. I still think he's a good player, but – if you want to let him walk, you let him walk. So now you got Marcus Smart. You lost to Morris. I think he came off. Um, you got Hayward. You got Brown, Tatum, and who's the big man they drafted last year who couldn't come to the uh, who couldn't make the first meeting because he like overslept or some shit. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of his name. Let me look it up. Uh, who's the big white guy they got? <laughs> no, who's no? Who, is it? Bob? What Bynes? Baines? Oh, Baines! Is he still over there? He's still over there. He's still doing his thing. Um, no, what's his name? I'm looking up the 2018 draft guy. Tommy I'm talking about Baines' uh, dick on camera. Robert Williams. There we right. go. From Texas A&M. Can't catch uh, a play. It's yeah. not great. No, it's not. And uh, so I wanted to specifically talk about Danny Ainge because really the last two years it's been. You know, Danny Ainge calls, don't pick up. And Danny Ainge <laughs> is the best GM in the NBA. And, yeah. like, all of his stuff has really – everything he has done was led up for this summer specifically. Yep. Yep. And it has all crashed and burned. And now I think we have a revisit kind of a lot of Danny Ainge's portfolio because Ooh. it's pretty as I think a lot of people think. Picante. Think about – Think about all of those draft picks, and, you know, they really are for this year's drafted. How many of them are going to be – have really any value to a team? Because they're, like, what, picking 20th and, like, yeah. 12th, I think? Yeah, I think it's, like – yeah. It's, like, seventh. I don't know. Three of them, but none of them in the lottery. So right. And, right. And that was, like, oh, they got those picks. Uh, yeah. You know, the Tatum one has worked. But, like, then they were so skittish on using Tatum as an actual asset that mm-hmm. now all of this, everything of Danny Ainge rides on Jason Tatum. He has got to be the absolute star that they have treated him and think that he will be. Otherwise, all of this blows up, and everything that was set up from the moment they traded KG and Paul Pierce is an epic failure. Yeah. I mean, so there's a few things. There's a few trades that they that they didn't pull. They didn't pull the PG. They didn't pull the AD. They didn't pull the Kawhi. Okay, the PG, the PG I understood. I th- there's a few things with PG, right? He he could have went to the Cavs, but <clears throat> he would have. They would have basically. They would have traded. Um, they would have traded the pick or whatever. No, they would have traded Kevin Love, but. Right. They would only do it if LeBron would agree to resign, and LeBron didn't agree to resign, so then he didn't get PG. Okay, the Celtics could have had PG. They didn't. They didn't put the offer on the table. The Lakers were like, "We're waiting for free agency," and then he goes to OKC and somehow lets Russell Westbrook convince him to go be first rounding out for the next however many years. Okay, <laughs> so 
So sorry, PG. The rest of your career is gonna be spent in Oklahoma City at fucking the the biggest Applebee's possible. Just margaritas. You know what I mean? So now, okay, they get to Kawhi, and you just... I think they didn't want to put Jalen Brown in that trade. That's what I'm saying. They didn't want to put Jalen Brown in the trade. And so now, I mean... And now the Gordon Hayward contract, and some of that, that's not on Danny Ainge, but that's 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 one's horrible. You didn't think that his ankle snapped like that, but, you know, shit. Even at the time, I was like, we're really maxing Gordon Hayward? Like, yeah, that's a stretch. Couldn't be me. Me neither. Yeah. But so what was that? Was that the 2016? Was that the same summer that um, KD signed with the Warriors? Yes. Yeah. Wasn't it supposed to be? So they all went to the Hamptons and met with him. And then the Celtics were like second, right? They were like, he, if I wasn't so overwhelmed by the Warriors, I would have signed. Okay, well, second place gets you fucking Terry Rogier on a restricted free agency contract. Yeah. <laughs> I don't you got to go for Kawhi. It's it's just a bunch of, I don't know, it's a bunch of I understand, but at the same time, you have to, you know, scare money, don't make no money, right. as they say. It was a don't trade for Kawhi because he's only going to be there for a year. He doesn't want to be there. You don't trade for AD. This one I understand the most. This one I understand the most. No, there's no chance he's resigning. No chance. And right. at this point, you just have to write out your young guys because then you don't want to have none of your young guys. The only thing I would say is I would have I would have put Tatum on the table in the middle of last year because if you do get AD and maybe you get hot, maybe you convince Kyrie to stay. Now yeah. you have another year of Kyrie and AD. And then at that point, maybe you win a championship, maybe you can convince AD to stay. By January, February, they were still they were they were on the rocks already. So they could have pulled that deal off and, yeah, maybe got everything figured out. But the fact that you already know Kyrie is leaving fucks everything. I mean, right. you traded a piece to get Kyrie. That was a great trade. They beyond, like they won that trade in a crazy way. And then, yeah, and then you lose him and then you don't trade for AD. And now you're sitting there looking stupid with $30 million worth of uh, Gordon Hayward with a trick ankle. Yeah. And we're here. Can we talk about how the boy genius couldn't figure out how to coach talent? <laughs> what, what? Okay. As soon as Brad Stevens steps into the league, he overachieves with some rosters, and all of a sudden he's a top two coach. They were saying, would you rather have him? <laughs> like, they'd be like, uh, he'd be like the 24th. Like, I'd rather have him than like 13 guys. Like, there's 13 guys I would take before I would take. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, I don't know. And at this point, I mean, you see what guys can do with coaches that might not be the best. I mean, you can see how far the Thunder and all that talent pushed Scott Brooks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you need a great coach, but like at the same time, like, come on, man. Also, I think sometimes there's coaches that can overachieve with not good teams and they get talent and maybe they don't know what to do with it. And maybe it was just a bad year. Sometimes none of this, it doesn't have to be any sort of narrative and it can just be like, you know what, they just had a bad year. But, yeah, I don't know, man. The Celtics looking trash. Right. And so my whole point of this is when Danny Age was making the big moves, the Kyrie, the Trey and Paul Pierce, that's yeah. when things were going well. And then it was like he got so enamored with all of like the pool of assets that he was like, okay, this will all play itself out. And instead of being proactive and making sure it played out, he yeah. sat back, and now all of this is staff has happened. It's a perfect storm of a shit show for him, basically. And right. now it's all down the drain. Like all of that stuff is just gone. 
This was, this was a roster that if you asked anybody a year ago, if you were the head coach or GM, whose roster would you want? Yeah. All the assets? It was the Celtics. And now you're like. By the way, and not only would I have said that, I would have said they're going to win 60 plus games this year. Yeah. Now you're like, eh, I don't, uh, that, that's not the top five for me. Right. I mean, so let's let's not forget that they offered. Let's not forget that we're talking about the same guy who offered. I think it was four first round picks for the right to draft Justice Winslow. Was that Michael Jordan or was that Danny Ainge? That was Danny Ainge, and Michael Jordan turned it down so he could draft Frank Kaminsky. But he's <laughs> a real loser there. But yeah, let's not forget that Danny Ainge is that same guy. You know what I mean? Like. I, Things can break good or bad for you. And have you have you heard all the stories of how um, people never lose faith in him because he's just been, like, kind of lucky his whole life? Like, everything breaks his way? Yeah. I, some, what happens when the luck goes left? I don't understand. Like, maybe it's run out by now. He's probably almost yeah. 60. I feel like. Yeah. There's like, a, thing I a little bit to the mean. Like, I don't. Yeah. All right. I'm glad we talked about that. I just had to get that out there. Danny Ainge, I'm watching you. I'm going to expose your ass for being a fraud. Um, so, NBA draft talk? Before that. Yeah, go finals, ahead. Finals wrap up. First Bye. of all, we did it. Woo! Shout out Damon Stoudemire. Shout out <laughs> Dale Curry. Shout out uh, Washed. Uh, Akeem Olajuwon. Shout out Chris Bosh. Oh, what a beautiful moment, man. Tracy McGrady, man. Young T-Mac. Shout out VC. I can't believe it. We here. This is our moment, you know. Lifelong Toronto fan. I yeah. can't believe it. She's an ear to ear. You know, I almost made it. I couldn't make it to the parade, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, As the uh, darkest citizen in Canada, tell us how it feels <laughs> to be an NBA champion. Yeah, no. If I was trying to get onto that court, they would have treated uh, treated me like Mazai. <laughs> yeah, did he punch that cop? First of all, I hope he punched that cop. Second of all, I hope he doesn't catch a cage for punching that cop. But True. he had his credential in his right hand. It'll all shake out, whatever. It'll uh, be fine. But I only saw the video of the aftermath where they were already separated. So uh, a lot of people are saying, though, that he was uh, eyewitnesses, that he did nothing wrong. So Exactly. Yeah, um, that was crazy. Yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy that they wanted to ship. Prey was crazy. You got the Kawhi fake laugh. Is Kawhi funny? I think... I think Kawhi, so I think, I'm, first of all, I'm glad that Kawhi's in on the joke. Yeah, yeah. Not, he's not so, it proves that although he might be kind of weird and awkward, he's not so weird and awkward that he's like, so that. you know what I mean? He's in on the joke. He's ha, 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 ha at the parade type okay. shit. You know what I mean? He's just really quiet because it takes, he's a long finger, so he's trying to think of the perfect joke all the time, and maybe he's just not confident enough to just throw it out there. Yeah. He's reserved about his jokes. I, I saw that um, they were they were in the finals and they were doing like film room, and um, Nick Nurse was comparing something to what happened when he was in the D League and Kawhi was like, "Man, D League, man, I'm not listening to this bullshit." No more. Like, okay, he's in it. He's not he's not the super quiet guy. You know what I mean? Also, is New Balance is, is New Balance selling those shirts? I haven't seen those shirts for sale anywhere. Probably not. Someone because I looked and someone told me that they were already sold out. I would cop that shirt. That's a they joke. must have printed like 200 of them motherfuckers. Man. <laughs> yeah. Flood the streets. This is your moment. Sell the shoe. I haven't seen anybody with the shoes on. Hey, like, it's your only guy. Like, bro, you just came back this year, and somebody wearing your shoe just won the championship. Like, 
have all the inventory. You know what I mean? I want to see overstock shelves at Foot Locker with just like, man, we got New Balances for thirty dollars because we can't sell them anymore, and we got so many. Like we ship them to Africa like they were <laughs> championship shirts. Exactly. Not too many. Uh, um. Yeah, but so Kawhi's got big, big options this summer. I think actually at this point, it's leaning towards him coming back for like a year. Doing the one and one, it would make sense. Makes sense. Get to that ten year max. Get to that thirty five percent of the cap on your max. Um, run it back with the championship team instead of starting new with the Clippers. Yeah. I slick if I was him, might just go to the Clippers, man. I don't know. It looked like a sweet deal if y'all can get Horford and bring back Beverly out of there. Um, yeah. I'd probably do it even without that. Do the do you do you look at this year as a asterisk for the Raptors? It's not asterisk because they still won, and even when KD was playing for that twelve minutes, I mean they were red hot and they were only up by four or six. Yeah. Now I still think if KD's healthy, the Warriors win that series. To me, no doubt. Right. Um, but here's the thing: they weren't. The Warriors won when when LeBron was without Love and without. Right. How many KD. people give? How many people give uh, the Warriors an asterisk for that? I don't think it's as much as they give the Warriors an asterisk as much as they give LeBron the asterisk or not counting that one towards his finals record. So I think the asterisk is more with the losing team rather than the winning team, uh, at least in my eyes. Um, it's tough. Um, a lot of people are going to say it was. It doesn't really matter because the Warriors weren't full strength, but that is some of it. Um like to me, I don't count this against the Warriors. You know, I like it, I, I'm not going to punish the Warriors because a top three player in the NBA gets hurt, and then a top fifteen player in the NBA also gets hurt with two very serious injuries. No one can win that way. Like that's just, and they still pushed it to six games. So six games and about thirty seconds left in that game too. Right. So that's fair. I just I just was because at the same like people people. Um, People discount the Warriors sometimes for that 2015 championship. And I think we disagree on this, that I think that had Draymond not got suspended in 16, I think they would have won. Um, I, you know, I think you feel differently. But also, I think people feel like they went and got KD because they couldn't beat LeBron or something. It's like, no, they went and got KD because he was available. Right. You can say they they got you can say they got lucky and they did with injuries in the 15 years. So maybe they shouldn't have won. I think by 16 they were the definitely better team, and but they had the NBA record for most wins in this in a year. Exactly, and I think the Draymond thing literally cost them a championship. Now you can say that if they were that good of a championship team, they should have pulled it out, and they had opportunities in Game Seven, a bunch of opportunities. I, there was a thing earlier in the year where they asked Curry about. Um, I saw him against Kevin Love at the end, and he was like, man, I could have got past him twice. It was yeah. easy or something, and Kevin Love was like, yeah, sure, easy. Listen, yeah. <laughs> play, Steph Curry had him twice before he stepped back for a three. He could have got past his ass, man. I don't know. He's trying to be, you know, yeah. have a moment. Listen, yeah, you're right. He didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just – there's a bunch of times that injuries have gotten in the way. You got the 87 um, Lakers and Pistons. Um, Isaiah goes down, and then you have, you know, a couple years later, the same thing happened with, I think, Byron Scott and, yeah. and yeah. Matt. You got 96 where um, Gary Payton's playing with a torn calf. Kareem went down on one of those, too, because that's Kareem when Magic had to start. In 80. 
So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think in the end, yeah, it, it, it never goes against the team that won. I mean, you don't think about that with the 87 Lakers. You don't think about that with the with the Pistons in 89 or 90. You don't think about that against the Jordan Bulls. You just think, okay, they got it done. You know what I mean? So I think history and the fact that it's their first championship, I think history will be kind to this Raptors team. Right. And not to mention, they still did have Steph. They still had Draymond. They still had Iggy. And Clay still played in, you know, the majority of the series. So yeah. it's like it was a truly, I mean, just to compare it to 2015, Kyrie goes down in game one. Kevin Love never plays in the finals. Like yeah. that was a stacked, like the series was complete. The deck, the card was, or the deck was stacked against the Cavs that whole series. Yeah, you got I don't know. I mean, you got a you got an Iggy who's kind of hobbled. No, no, no. I understand. I understand. It's still not the Warriors that we think. But I'm saying they still had their core group of guys. Yeah. For the majority of the series. Yeah, and if I mean, if I think it'll only come into the case when you talk about it in depth. I mean, because you can talk about how Boogie was probably like 65, 70 percent. Like he's coming off of two injuries. And you sacrificed probably a better bench player for him, and then you sacrificed the bench for KD, betting that he wouldn't get hurt. But just to go against um, that whole train of thought is the fact that I'm pretty sure Kawhi played hurt the entire finals. For sure. Did you see the clip of him sitting down and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. We so, love it, sir. Any, any, sort of, any sort of negative shit you want to say about the Raptors, you got to give Kawhi's points for that. Oh, absolutely. You feel me? To mention that. The, the handicap of Kyle Lowry, um, <laughs> it's never easy to deal with. Never. Done. Uh, so I got, when he when he went to the back to decompress a few years ago, I was like, "Get this man out the league!" Like, what? He's done. You gotta go sit down. Okay. Also, one last thing about the Raptors: yeah. when they sit down with Rachel Nichols, what is it? He, every time, what did they have to go through? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, is this a thing where, like, every championship team is, like, we had to go through something? Is this the same? So, basically, what I'm, what I'm saying is, like, I know you had to go through something to win the championship, right? Yeah, but is this the thing where, like, every rapper is, like, you know what? My teacher told me I wasn't shit. It's like, yeah. hey, bro, maybe, you know, maybe you wasn't shit. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, you probably were. Maybe things were rough in game 47, but you know what? There's a long road. And the same thing David West said a while ago. I just want to know what happened. I need tell-all books. I want to know what happened. How crazy was it? Somebody tried to shave the braids off Kawhi's head in his sleep. Like, what Like <laughs> what, what was the situation? Kawhi looked at uh, Lowry and said, fuck Demar." <laughs> Got his feelings hurt. All right, so let's talk a little bit NBA draft. Uh, this pod's probably dropping the day of the NBA draft, which is Thursday, uh, sure. June 20th. So, um, shocker if you haven't seen Zion Williams and just went number one. Uh, to, uh, oh, John Morant went two to the Grizzlies. There it is. And RJ Barrett, three to the Knicks, unless they trade their pick. Um, the top three look pretty locked. Uh, I think the big mystery is – if there's any mystery with it, the Knicks are going to try to trade three. Uh, if the Pelicans are going to try to trade four. Um, a lot of talk of the Pelicans trying to get R.J. Barrett to play with Zion. As if they didn't have enough non-shooters. I don't want it. Ingram, Lonzo, Zion, R.J. We're literally just going to – we're not even going to shoot a three this year. Listen, I could be wrong. I'm out on R.J. Barrett, man. I think he's just going to be a chucker. He's athletic. I just don't. 
We saw we saw him. I he couldn't even take over in college games, man. What like whatever? I don't know. But at the same time, college isn't end all be all. So I'm okay to be wrong, but I, I'm out. I'm out on. They also had no spacing at Duke, which we talked about a little bit earlier. So yeah. that kind of fucks him up. Uh, to me, he seems similar to like a um, a Devin Booker type in this sense that if he just goes to a really bad team and can just be the one guy, like he might put up really good numbers. But yeah. we're just not going to care. Tyreek Evans. Yeah, Tyreek like, Evans. Like, I'll have a, a 25 and 6 year, and then all of a sudden he's just, you know, yeah, trying to trying to make the Pistons work, or the Pacers, rather. Um, no, anybody this, think is just going to be sneaky talented? Because I'm on the Cam Reddish bandwagon until they until they throw me off. You're on the Cam Reddish. Uh, to me, it's my dude, Kobe White. I'm really excited to see. If he goes to the right system, a system that's just going to be up and down like North Carolina, yeah. I think he's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, he really came on late in the season as a pretty good three-point shooter. Uh, he's probably, the day he enters the NBA, is probably one of the top five fastest guys in the NBA. Yeah. Super quick. Uh, got good handles. And people think he's like six foot. He's like six five. Yeah, I just saw that like yesterday. Yeah. People think he's really short, and he's not. He's very well like put together. So I think he's the sneaky guy in this draft for me. Yeah, I so there's only a handful of guys I know about in this draft and care to see what happens. I want to see what happens if I'm wrong with R.J. Barrett. I'll obviously, the top two picks, I want to see what happens. Um, I do want to see what happens with Garland if he turns – I mean, he just – is he like 6'2"? Like, I don't know how good he's going to be with that little frame, but I hope he's good. He's got skill set. I don't know. He probably ends up being just like a, a solid 12-year veteran or something like that. I want to see what happens with Bo Bo. Is he good? He's so skinny, but he's skilled. He was really, really good. So they played – Oregon played Iowa really early in the year. Yeah. Um, Bobo was healthy. And, dude, he's – if he can, like, stay healthy, which is a huge if, and I'm not sure it will ever actually happen. Got some real snappable legs. Yeah, he does. Uh, he, he could be, like, Thon Maker-ish, uh, but more skilled. Hopefully better. Jesus Christ. More skilled. Yeah. But, like, they're similar. Like, that's a, a – like, body-type comparisons. yeah, yeah. Because he, he is very skilled. Um, I'll give him that. But. Can I ask a draft question? Yeah. Ask a draft uh, question. Ja, is he going to be like a superstar, do you think? Like, is he going to be an absolute he's got, stud? He's got superstar potential, but, you know, we just don't know. But he'll I, probably go to the Grizzlies, is that what you said? Yeah. So, so we, probably not. We'll never regard. see him. Yeah. I'm in the first seven years of his life in Memphis, or first seven years of his NBA career in Memphis, which is not bode well for me watching them games. I'll yeah. see the highlights. True. Yeah, sports center. I just like his. I like his story. So yeah, no, I I, I hope he blows up, but it's gonna be hard to blow up in Memphis. Yeah. Um, just it's not not the city for it. Yeah. Uh, last real thing I have to say about the can we talk uh, Zion? So yeah. who Zion? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Oh guy, you know. <laughs> Heard of him. Portland, Portland State. <laughs> Is yeah. he? People are talking about him like he's the most can't miss guy since AD and LeBron. I don't, I don't know. I don't think he's that level of prospect. You don't think so? I don't think he's AD LeBron. Both of those guys look can't miss. He looks exciting. I don't know about can't miss. He's. I agree in this. Uh, I'll preface with I think he's going to be a star. Yeah. But I do think he does have some level to him, where I could. It, it would it, it would shock me 
but not to the extent where if 10 years, if you're like, man, remember when we kind of thought Zion was going to be the dude? We're like, yeah. It's kind of it, – because he just had – one, It's I think it's the body type. Yeah. He's a big boy. Broke his ankle in game 47 and ate po' boys to death. Like, I just I... – he gonna get that NBA money and not gonna eat. That diet, <laughs> that diet's gonna get better. No, I just yeah, I agree. I mean, here's the thing. So coming out, he got some good ass food there. That <laughs> just fucking mad beignets. He's gonna spend a lot of time at the uh, oh, big no. Olive brand beignet restaurant. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I think he's so. I think he's the most athletic prospect in a minute. I think he's actually more athletic than Blake Griffin was coming out. If only, even if you say they jump the same amount, I guess, or whatever, if only because he's a one- and two-foot jumper. Yeah. It limits you when you're Blake Griffin and you can only go off two. So I think he's more athletic. I think he's, he has the passing skill. I think he can hit open threes. Um, I think the way his offensive game is going to develop in the first several years of his career, he's going to be an all-star. I think the, the thing that's going to separate him is if he can ma- – if he can do like – if he can be, like, 80% of what Blake's become offensively and, like, what Draymond is defensively, like, if he can do play defense at a level where he can play small ball five and actually be a plus defender, that that's where he goes from star to superstar for me. But I just don't know how the defense projects, and maybe it takes him a few years to get on that defensive level and everything like that. But that's the only thing for me. I just don't think off rip I'm looking at him and I'm like, he's AD or LeBron. Like, those are, like... To me, it kind of feels like... Um, the the absolute floor for him's Draymond. Yeah. Um. I, I I agree. I will say the one thing I will, and I'm far from a Duke lover. I they're you know probably top three teams I hate the most in in my you know life is Duke's right up there. Yeah. Um, he does give tremendous effort, and you can tell he genuinely cares. Yeah. Uh, which sometimes you just don't see out of those top guys, especially in the one year in college because they're like, I should be getting paid. And well, he was probably getting paid, but I should be in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I, I like that. I think that's going to help him reach his potential. Um, I still just don't know what the ceiling is. The ceiling's a little bit of a mystery for me just because that body type, I still yeah. think the offensive game's limited from a scoring standpoint. Uh, because I still don't think he's just getting by guys in the NBA um, that easily like he did in college. Um, he's going to get by people. He's going to dunk. He's going to do that stuff. I just don't know how efficiently it's going to be because I'm still not sure about the right hand. I know he can go left. I still need to see him work on the handle a little bit, get to the right. Uh, so I think it's going to look very similar to a young LeBron when he broke into the league, he might even have a little bit more of a jump shot than LeBron did. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't have – LeBron actually had a pretty decent mid-range post game um, yeah. in high school. I don't see that from Zion quite yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, the good thing is he's going to a decent situation where he's not just going to be Zion go f- fix this whole franchise. He's got decent pieces around him. They need to figure out a way to space him – or surround him with shooters because I think that's really his role is a facilitator and a playmaker. Um, but other than that, I think, I think he's in a really good spot. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that I kind of, I don't think, I think LeBron actually is probably going to be, probably was a better jump shooter at the same time. 
if only because I'm talking specifically from three. Yeah, okay. LeBron could get hot and hit some. The thing about and he can hit some contested ones. The thing about Zion is it's his form. Yeah. Certain people, certain people because of their form, you're only gonna be able to shoot certain ways. Certain guys like LeBron or or Curry or Durant or Kobe, where they're like the way they simply the way they release the ball, you can shoot every shot possible. Zion yeah. can't shoot every shot possible right now. Um but yeah, I, I think I think actually his floor, I would go I would talk about his floor based on offensively, just because I have no idea what happens defensively. It's a lot for me to say that his floor uh, becomes Draymond Green because what if he's just not there defensively and he's all offense? Like, I would lean towards more of a Blake Griffin, like 80% of it. Like, not all, not full Blake Griffin, because Blake Griffin now, I mean, he's hitting step back threes, sidestep threes, and all type of crazy shit. So I can't put that on Zion just yet. But I think... Yeah. I think offensively, I think he'll be good this year as long as he doesn't just turn into Julius Randle just going left and doing spin moves. They just got rid of that guy. You know what I mean? Like, I... I, I does I, become I, Julius Randle. That'd be so funny. <laughs> yeah, I think... I think uh, I think he'll be a star. I think he'll be an all-star within two years. And then, you know, after that, if he can be a defender, like, guarding the five or whatever, then he'll, he'll just be a superstar. All right, let me ask you this. Last question about the draft stuff. Uh, if Zion were to become some type of bust, whether it's injury, whether it's just no offensive, like he just can't make a shot, similar yeah. to Ben Simmons, what is his, what is a comparison for him as far as a bigger bust? Because with the the talk about him right now, uh, I don't okay. think of my one. Um, the problem was we weren't born like the '80s. Maybe like Sam Bowie. You know what I mean? To but me, like, I don't. I'd have to go to football. I'd have to go to Ryan Leaf. Oh yeah, because that one felt bigger. Um, I mean, we weren't around for that one either. But uh, or we maybe were like two. Um, we don't remember it. Um, but that one felt like the all-time can't miss, um, and it did. So yeah, there's I mean, just so much Peyton, hype. Right? It was Peyton. Peyton was too. Okay. So there's just so much hype, or Peyton was one, Leaf was two. Uh, there's just so much hype surrounding him, and then throw in social media. Yeah. It could go so bad so quickly. Now. <laughs> it really could. It really could. I, honestly, I could see the only way him being a bust is injury. I feel like the, yeah. because of the effort you said that he gives, I feel like he's yeah. going to try his best to get better, and I don't see any way he's not, you know, a star at least in this league. It's case maybe it's not Draymond maybe it's Ben Simmons as his floor which but would you take somebody asked me to say would you take Ben Simmons or Zion right now I would take Zion oh yeah Zion I'll take Zion Ben Simmons has failed to even attempt well, to shoot three. You know I mean? three. yeah yeah and it's just Fine. yeah Fine, but he'll at least shoot it yeah exactly exactly right he'll 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 hit enough of them where you gotta come out and he's gonna take one dribble and fucking take off from the fucking three-point line yeah yeah no I'd rather have Zion <laughs> All right, you got anything else? <laughs> no, I got nothing else. We done? Yeah, we done, man. Wrap yes. it up. So, <clears throat> next five, we'll obviously review the draft. We'll have uh, a little bit more, go into more rumors on free agency, um, start to see, you know, piece together what next year is going to look like for the NBA. Maybe we'll get a little NFL talk going, a little something-something. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. All right, this has been three feet. All right, y'all. Safe. Stay safe, he says. Oh, I'm taking my line.
Millionaire drug dealer raps Show and tell If I say it, you can see it Bush Coke white spider Coke white rover Coke white, coke white No bacon soda Park a half a million on the curb just to show ya You can be the mayor when the whole city owe ya We bought it, bought it like them no limit soldiers This ice cream man kilos go for lower The luggage is the new collab duffel by Ramoa The leather shoulder straps makes it easier for chauffeurs The PJs for six, you better hope one is not your bitch And drug dealers never been her niche